always says Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Tonight's guest I met so long ago, I can't even remember our first encounter, but I can tell you this up front. He's got that special something, you know, that smile, that look he gives you. It's like, you you know, that everything's going to be okay. You know, when you're around him, you just feel that positive vibe. Sometime in 2010, and coincidentally, this is the trilogy right here coming to an end tonight of Nordstrom co-workers. I took up the job as an assistant manager at the Espresso Bar, and I started seeing tonight's guests coming to and fro, sometimes with a novel in his hand, because he wanted to read during his break. He wanted to learn about the world. He didn't just want to sit there and drink the coffee that I provided for him. No, he wanted something else in this world. And that's what I dug the most about him. Years later, we decided, you know, we got to do something musically. First musical adventure was Pocket Dial with Mickey Karpovich. And if you were at any of those shows when we were hitting it on full, full steam, you know that we were doing it. You know that we were living our lives. Then we went into a real instrumentation in Judah Kim and the Assassination, recorded an album. You know, it's like we spent a lifetime together. So it was only 208 episodes until I properly had him here as a guest tonight. Mr. Isaac Wendell. What's up, bro? What's going on, Bob? Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And <laughs> it's so great to have you, dude. I just you know? want you to know that I wasn't reading a page in those books. I was just hoping girls would notice me walking by and I could creep with my coffee. <laughs> and I did it. And then I met my wife. Well, yeah, I guess it was a Probably wrinkle, it was a wrinkle in time. Emily saw a wrinkle in time. She's like, that's it. He's the one, <laughs> right? She must have just been like, yep, there's no other choice in the matter. It worked. So, and yeah, that's the, a, that's those a days lesson. were great, man. Like the end of the thousands going into the 2010s. I had just turned 30. I remember you were a youngin. You know, I was like, damn, I'm old, dude. Now I'm even older and you're still young, right? <laughs> I am you from then. Yeah, that's right. But we had a great time working there and there's lots of adventures, you know. I mean, I talked with Josh and I talked with Dre here on the show. And uh, we all great had different... Guys. Yeah, great guys, man. We all had like great fun there. You know, it was like a good hodgepodge of people all coming together at once, you know. And um, I, I was totally bummed that I couldn't come to your wedding. My other... The guy in my band, Frank, Downtown Harvest, the one that I was with for a lot longer, the gestation, mm. I had to go to that wedding. But I did notice at your wedding, it was all the Nordstrom crew, dude. Because yeah, it was friends, are, friends for life, dude. Tony Ill, you know, talking mm -hmm. about the birds on a Monday with Tony. Mm-hmm. But I still uh, see these guys sometimes. Yeah, they're good people, man. Very good people. Something about that, you know, something about that King of Prussia. You hear them birds in the background, ladies and gentlemen? They're chirping. After a heat wave. That's a country chirp. Country chirp. You should hear the things we hear every week, man. We hear helicopters, ambulances, all sorts of different things. But I mean, yeah, this is where we've been doing it now for maybe uh, probably 60 episodes, maybe 50. I'm not really sure. Okay, from but your living I'm room? Happy. I used to do them at home, you know, okay. you were there, you yep. know, it was just on the fly, you know, but now this is more of a comfortable thing. I got these chairs, you know, I got this fancy, you know, mic set up. <laughs> it's a, it's a neutral environment. But yeah, I mean, we had a great time there and then the music career, you know, uh, doing pocket dial was so much fun. <laughs> we, uh, always wanted to do something musically and then we got in the Judy Kim assassination. And I got to tell you, I mean, that tour, that was probably one of the best drinking nights I've ever had in my life. The one we were in, uh. We stayed up to dawn, slept two Birmingham. and a half hours. Birmingham, Birmingham. Birmingham. What was the okay? So let's let's tell everybody the story because I've never really gone into detail okay. about what this was like. Okay, so when you use Airbnb, ladies and gentlemen, it's like, hey, maybe there's gonna be a key. I'm gonna get in there. Nah, this situation was far from that. Do you want to tell everybody how we arrived ah, there? Right, right. Well, and what's her name? I again? don't remember how we got in, but they were home. They were home. What was right. her name? This was the only time I've Airbnb'd, and they were home. Th this woman I'm terrible. She I, she I had such an accent. Name. I can't remember either, dude. She That's was a sweetheart. Blocked. She was a sweetheart, and she tried her hardest. She's like, I'm just gonna give you all 
some southern hospitality. They had mm. baked they had baked goods. And we got drunk, man. We got loaded. We got loaded in the driveway, nonetheless, drinking cans, bottles. I'm not even sure. Playing acoustic guitar at five in the morning with Tom. And this, Tom was a, this was a neighborhood. This there was neighbors right there. Right there. Mm-hmm. We we're banging. And they banging away. They're like, man, it's it's gotta be the rock and roll band. <coughs> man, but that was a great night though. That was that. a lot of fun. Um, I've I got think, this great. I think when Judah serenaded her on our way out, I think she cried. She did cry. Where's this? Uh, so, like, I I'm gonna put the picture actually in this podcast. If you want to scroll down, you'll see the photograph that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. This was like uh, one of the funniest moments really ever, man. Is uh, we woke up the next morning after going to bed at five, and I never forget just exactly how crazed we were i lit up you know what i swear i am like totally uh, uh, look it's going to be at the bottom and post it'll be there you know the photograph i'm talking about i can't use my phone and podcast man i can't i've heard you complain about that it's weird man it's like this weird brain thing where i know that i got to keep talking i got to keep talking right. to the people on the phones i got to keep talking to you plus i don't want dead air but your brain sometimes won't allow you to do two things at once and that's one of them for me, man. You know? You got to say, cover me. Cover me, yeah. Cover <laughs> me. Go in there. So, you know, um, one of the things uh, that I apologize to is you were supposed to come on like 10, 15 episodes ago. No, and then we had no a cancel- cancellation. No, no apology yeah. necessary. And then you called me a flake. <laughs> and then I said I something. Went, when that- I found out that Dave Monomare <laughs> was going on before me, I did say that. Well, they, they've opened for you. Think of it that way. I do like that. Okay, man. They've act. opened for you. So now you're the main actor. You're, right. you know, the, the guy. I mean, you want to talk about like what that trip was like that you uh, partaked with uh, Dave when you guys went across country? The bike trip. Looking back now Roxbur- at it, Roxbur- being a married man. Yeah, Roxburgh to Santa Barbara. How many days? Okay, three months and nine days. And it took us three months to the day to get to San Francisco. Wow. From Roxborough. Well, so you went to exactly. San Francisco and the valet. You went up. We went. Which way did you go? San Francisco. So we went down to Virg- through DC, mm-hmm. down Virginia, across Texas, Roanoke. Okay. And then we went across from there. That's crazy. Yeah. That's such a you know moment you'll never forget. I remember. I I never did anything crazy. quite like that, but I did uh, almost die in Yosemite by dehydration. Oof. And it was just the best moment ever, you know? I was alive, dude, you know? I was out there in the wild, living life, just doing barely, my thing. Just, just barely, barely alive. Barely out there, man. I mean, speaking about, you know, living your life, I guess now's a good time, eight minutes into this podcast, to get into the subject that we're going to speak about this evening, okay? And now, I imagine some of you who are listening to this don't ever talk about your use of cannabis or medical marijuana or weed or whatever you want to call it. Maybe you don't know how to be socially accepted amongst your peers because you use this product. In the news lately, everybody's bugging out because they're vaping and they're dying. Kids are dying. Also, somebody who used a product from a dispensary is dying in Oregon and the Fear is setting in, and you are wondering, am I safe? Well, I'm here to tell you, alongside Isaac tonight, we are going to go through all the facts that I've calculated for the last two weeks and give to you the exclusive Bombcast theory behind it all. So, if you are somebody who is embarrassed and you're seeking answers, guess what? (laughs) You made it. You made it here to the lounge. But we're going to find out some things, okay? Now, it was very hard for me to come out as a cannabis user. I was a school teacher. I was a public servant. And it feels so good to just talk about it. As yeah. casually as somebody would like to have a Miller Lite, I would like to have, you know, a raw joint. Right. And when I say raw, I, I like the papers because they're very, you know, the dude, he's great. He does lots of programs to help people. Cannabis for the longest time was such a taboo thing in the Mm -hmm. 90s. Mm -hmm. If you had it on you, you had the fear in you that you might be going to jail. Mm -hmm. You might be heading there. 
And that fear has never really gone away for 100 years until recent years when medical marijuana has started to come out and people have started to invent different ways of consuming their cannabis. Right. And one of these ways is vaping. Mm. Vaping actually came out around 2006, 2007 in the United States as a healthier weed, alternative. Weed vaping? Hmm? No, vaping just the weed? first like electronic cigarettes who had... They, uh, they, yeah. Six, yeah. And I mean, like, it's just, it's crazy. But I mean, as of Tuesday, September the 10th, the CDC has reported up to 450 cases in 33 states of severe acute respiratory distress, possibly associated with a recently inhaled drug arsenal, commonly known as vaping. Now, here's the thing. What was the number again? Uh, 450 cases. And I, th I believe the number of people who have died is six. Um, but that number seems to be going up each day, right? So... Okay, first I should say this, right? See, I don't know what how significant that number is. I don't I'd have to see the data as far as how many respiratory things are diagnosed on a daily. I did see a chart thing, where it's definitely then, gone all the way up. You know, the, the scale okay. from 2015 to 2019. So there is reports of all this happening in the country. Kids are dying. There's videos of it. Um and, and you know what? I should propose this too before I even get to a conclusion. There's videos of this, but I will tell you this. There is this kid. His name is... Uh, oh, what did I saw? I saw a time. I wrote it down on my notes here. So this kid has a video and he is basically telling you what happened to him when he was vaping. And um, uh, yeah, his name's Tyler Heinheim. And Tyler Heinheim is he suffered from this disease where you know his lungs had collapsed he had total failure mm. i can't find him anywhere online hmm. isn't that weird but anyway back to it you know no conspiracies aside you enjoyed vaping right yes i actually gave up my last vape uh i had a full cartridge and i and i got it this was about a month ago and i like started hitting it and i was like you know what after probably I don't mm -hmm. know how long it was. When it was before I got my card, Some, someone oh, yeah. gave me a vape, it and it was the biggest thing ever. I was like, "Oh my god, I can vape it now!" Mm -hmm. You want me to just get up in there more? Yeah, let me help you out. Yeah, right. Keep your back straight, and like you, you thought so it was the best, right? I thought because it was the best was, thing yeah, ever, and then I let's yeah. talk. Let's talk for the people who don't know what this high is like. Okay, so ingesting cannabis through smoking it, yeah, great, but they figured a way to heat up the the flower to a certain point where it formed right. a concentrate, and the concentrate could be consumed through vaping. And when this first came around, it was like a different type of high, definitely. And mm -hmm. I could see how it's very addictive for, for people because it's very quick and it's discreet. It's discreet. That's You know what? It, it's never been better than smoking it. But it is discreet, and that's yeah, was expensive. And that was ex that was ex exciting for a while. It was, and uh, it was fun for a little bit. But recently, I gave up. About a month ago, I gave up my like a full cartridge. I was like, you know what, I'm done. I haven't. Va I haven't vaped. No, I gave it to. I gave it. You gave it to somebody. Well, someone <laughs> you else. Killed somebody else. I gave it to someone with a card. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, I should also report this, that uh, I am a medical marijuana card user. Uh, I have a card. I, I'm able to purchase my medicine. And um, I used to vape. I enjoyed it too for its discrete purposes because, you know, you just really can't do it in certain circles because it is looked down upon, as I mentioned before, right? So it isn't something that you can go do in public, you know, or you can't go smoke a joint like outside of like, you know, a school or something. It, mm. it's, it's just not a good look. No. And that's also true from the 100 years of prohibition. So, yeah, I was vaping and, you know, all these vape products, they're coming out with statements. Cresco, GTI, all the ones here in Pennsylvania. And each of them have similarities, but there's also very vast differences between products. So, I'm not really sure I can trust any of that because these companies are not federally mandated. State regulations are totally different than federal, which means to me as a normal human being that that is no United States of America. What do you think? Um, well, here, I mean, my my question is when like, are people going to stop buying them? I, I mean, okay, I'm not so saying people should right or shouldn't. I don't, I'm not saying they should or shouldn't supply them. I'm not saying they – I'm just wondering if like – the sales are going to completely drop off after after all this. I mean, is everyone going to stop vaping? I think it's going to cut down a lot. 
it's getting a lot of media it's a big deal yeah i mean uh, per this website that i read called tnw.com people should start smoking again All right, experts believe it's not cannabis or thc causing the illness but additives such as vitamin e pg and peg these come in oil form and are used to cut thc extracts in order to make them easier to vaporize but here's the big problem there isn't any real oversight or a prohibition or regulation when it comes to consuming products in the cannabis industry so it's just like a bonanza out there everybody's just like look at me i've got this card it's got a flavor and attracting kids the, the most alarming thing of all though is that obviously it's people tainting cards there was just a case recently where um this guy from wisconsin kenosha wisconsin excuse me I messed up the guy's name. Tyler Huffhines actually is the one who was arrested um, and accused of running an illegal marijuana vaping business. He was actually loading the cartridges with uh, mm -hmm. illegal cannabis, right? He's selling each cart for $22. You know, street value is about $80 yeah. for that. Right? Like he, are you saying he made it? He made it himself yeah. and he yeah. actually had employees. And uh, they found oh. more than $300,000 worth of THC in the condominium. I wonder if they had health benefits. Which is just insane. I don't know, but apparently they got paid like uh, um, by the cart. They got paid thirty cents per cartridge, oh. and that's by uh, Dankbusters <laughs> on Instagram, who's supposed to come on the show, but I think he's uh, ghosting me. You know how that goes. Mm -hmm. I, actually, no, he responded just now. It says, "Not today. I'm on vacation." Dankbusters, well, enjoy your vacation. Yeah. Shout out here on the Bobcast. That's excellent. You know, but um. Yeah, I had high hopes for the vape industry. I think it's gonna crash. Crash. It is. Obviously, it is. It's crazy. Gotta be. Is it, you, you see it, Alira? They have. Like they couldn't have hundreds of a, carts. Yeah, they have hundreds of carts yeah, and no, have, no, no, no flower. <laughs> I know it couldn't have happened at a worse time. If you're a medical marijuana <laughs> PA card here, you know what we're talking and you've about. been vaping, and now you got to go back to flower. There is no flower There's because no of the three thousand patients who came in recently because of anxiety. So right. they're the ones right now who are, you know. Right. They're the ones running the show. And the, uh, the odd thing, too, about it is that the dispensaries are running so low now that they're no longer listing the flower on the order online thing. Right. They'll only list it on their menu. So if you're out there and you're a card holder and you're trying to order online, don't be fooled. Go to the menu. You may see something, you know. But I mean, I wish they had delivery service, but they're nowhere near it. You can see how, like, they just don't know what they're doing yet, you know. Yeah. I think we're, we're far away off of a. How, how do you service. feel about uh, like what's your favorite store to go to? You know, you know, uh, I'm, I'm usually going to Keystone, mm -hmm. Terra Vida, and Malvern. In Malvern is yeah, really been, excellent. It's like going into like a spa. It is very comfortable. Mm -hmm. It is very comfortable. They got like a waterfall with glass. Yeah, it's good. Good, got, vibes, you know, in good vibes in there, man. <laughs> they take you in that back room. It's crazy they made the lobby so But then big. you get in the room and they're like, four. Number four. <laughs> they're like robots in there. They're just, the, the, the odd thing, too, is like these workers, <clears throat> some of them are fantastic and they're very informative. Some of the ones at Keystone and King of Prussia especially educated me on RSO, which stands for Rick Simpson Oil, and you can Google this right now. Rick Simpson he developed cancer I'm after Googling he it. fell through some... He had an accident, okay? And he got exposed to asbestos. Later in life, he had these three marks on his arm. And then he started looking into cannabis and he concocted this serum, the RSO oil. Start rubbing it on himself and then the cancer spots went away. And uh, I recently start taking it. And I got to be honest, man. From the perspective of somebody who deals with pain, like in my right knee... I am in no pain right now at all, dude. I am mm. jolly, and I'm happy to be here with you here on the Bobcast. Good to be here. Yeah. I'm all about that RSO. It's good, but you have to be very careful with it. And that's you have to be careful with all edibles. Um, Did you take I too much RSO? I've done too much RSO before, definitely. But and what happened? I think a lot of people have bad What happened experience. when you took all the RSO? did you do anything uh, crazy did you eat like a whole box of cheerios or something i'm trying to think when i took too much rso i've taken it so many times and bordering too much but usually <laughs> usually i'm pretty good 
Um, but what what kind of RSO do you? I've only use? tried one so far. Awake? I've tried uh, grassroots, grassroots. Uh, firecracker, sativa hybrid, and it's okay. like it, the, the crazy thing is like it says the dosage is just see. Here's the thing too: it's also taboo that some people would just be completely opposed to just because of its general visual aesthetic. Is that it comes right. in a syringe? It's the only way to deliver it where it comes out clean without, you know. It's very clean. And uh, if you look at it upon, you know, first glance, it looks like a loaded heroin needle, you know. It does. But um, <laughs> this fantastic stuff, though, if you did, if you rub it on stuff, it does, like you know, take away pain. Uh, mm. You can cook with it. You could put it in your tea. You can coffee. Can but, you uh, rub the RSO onto your skin? like that so the version that he did there's different not the ones we have per okay. se because it's a higher concentrate but that's how he started it really though but i like you i just discovered that the guy was a real person i just thought that was the name of the product hmm. and it made me generally appreciate it a little bit more i like it you know um here's what uh i don't appreciate though that clearly the problem is these tainted carts but trump trumpo is using it as an excuse to go after the flavored nicotine jewel type companies. What's his beef with the flavored nicotine? Here's his beef. President Trump said Wednesday that U.S. Food and Drug Administration would be putting out some, quote, some very strong recommenda <laughs> recommendations regarding the use of flavored e-cigarettes in a couple of weeks. Thousands of years of traditional cannabis consumption has resulted in zero deaths. But in just a few short months, the Wild West weed bonanza's lawlessness has cost at least six people's lives. That's right, six. Mm. But Trump is going after the jewel companies because obviously they're making too much money and the big tobacco companies don't like it. Do mm. you think that this could be some sort of type conspiracy thing where they, they put it there to get people back on cigarettes? I think, see... This is something my wife uh, accuses me of, but I think everything's a conspiracy. Mm -hmm. So I don't really believe anything. But I pay attention to the media and I understand like what stories are out there. But you know, yeah. I think it's uh, it's all whispered down the lane. You know, no matter what, you can't get away from that. There's no, always details the, you don't know. There, there you is know, a, there's there many is moving parts. We don't have teenagers. There's so many moving parts. Moving parts is everything. You know, but. The teenagers are really addicted to. Vaping. I think it's bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know? don't. I don't think that. Have you ever tried a jewel? I have, and I can yeah. see why a kid addicted, would be yeah. addicted to it. That's not. I didn't like it, but I could see. It is bizarre how that just took over out of nowhere. Just everybody jeweling, you know. Yeah. And it's like it's very it's odd that you know. Well, I guess these kids start. They were. They're also too. They're not realizing how much nicotine they're really pulling in because just the percentages are crazy compared to regular cigarettes. But yeah, it's bizarre. It's just a bizarre. It's no thing. good. It's no good, and it's, it's it's bad too because it like messes with the culture of uh, cannabis because it was also becoming into the light. It was coming into right. the light. I felt I felt like oh, people are starting to think that yeah, this is true right. medicine, but now this is just another drawback because. Basically, what's happening is it's not regulated. If you regulated it, like you regulate alcohol, you know, mm. people would be safe. You know, you, you can't put bad bathtub gin into the wine and spirits. Store. I think, I, I guess maybe the problem is that they didn't, there is, since it's no new, there's not so new, there's nothing to regulate because yeah. they don't know what's bad yet. Yeah. So. I think that's they don't what, know. I, I don't think they have any idea. And because now they're going to say this is the way they're doing it is bad, but I don't know if there's a way to do it differently. Or there's these companies there? that I researched. They're they're called uh, Honeypot. They were the ones I believe a few years ago came into the market and started introducing this cutting agent. So that way, any type of drug dealer they cut their product. You know what I mean? They either keep it, they either shape shave off their cocaine mm. vape people like this guy in wisconsin they were probably using 30 percent if thc true cannabis mm. and then 70 percent thickener which is the equivalent of somebody putting windex in your jack and coke mm. you know if 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 you will and that's the reason why i think that if kids are going to be exposed to these types of things they have to at least be safe you know if a kid finds right. you know um a bottle of whiskey and drinks it and almost dies you know, mm. it's just terrible, really. Though it's just, I, I feel bad for uh, the cannabis culture right now because it's being looked at so negatively in the news. And each morning, I hear the news. They 
prospect the news in such a way where it's like their agenda like and we're issuing a federal ban and it's vaping and you're gonna die and you're in big tobacco usa i don't know i even talking about it now out loud though i who knows maybe it was something somebody did something because they were like nope we don't want this to be in the future of america vaping we wanted to go right back to the camels and the marlboros this is coming from somebody who hasn't they do had taste it. good there's marlboros there's cowboy i haven't had a cigarette in seven and a half months that's good for you yeah. good i've been smoking cigarettes but not maybe like two a week when you're drinking mm, no I, I really actually you, you know, enjoy I don't it. like suck down a cigarette like mm -hmm. <sighs> you know i mm -hmm. enjoy it smoke a cigar here and there i hand rolled cigarettes i used to lie i'd like cigar, uh, cigars but my problem with them was they just lasted too long i don't they know why don't. anybody would like stay outside with bugs <laughs> that's the one thing about <laughs> cigarettes i had in mind i was like but i can tell you since quitting smokes this summer i get i got usually my legs would be covered in mosquitoes dude no huh. mosquitoes you know what i mean just in yeah. and out bug spray boom hmm not going out back to smoke no more especially like i don't know i, I was felt, that your motivation well i also vape dude like back in the day i quit vaping when i uh, cigarettes when i was 30 and the vape was hot on the market and i worked at king of prussia and you remember that little vape store there yes so yeah that's what got me hooked i'm like yeah and who the hell knows what was in that shit man i have no idea man i found where the cartridges recently when i was, was like phase out one phase one vape vape attempt <laughs> the, if there's a title to this podcast it would be phase one vape <laughs> yeah I, you but know yeah. i don't even think they taste good anymore i just think smoking tastes so much better what do you got here what's this prime wellness that's 35 percent. wow dude african thai um African tie. Shame I only got a piece. Yeah. Might have some papers in the car. <laughs> because his name is Isaac Wendell. Mm. That does smell really good, though. Prime Wellness really got it going on, man. Yeah. 36. I had uh, Star Tribe. There was like, you no, know, I had Brownie Scout. 37% maybe. Mm. I've had some really nice high THC that really does its effect and then i've had some others that i believe the concentrate like there's something about the mix it's like a high thc but it's not as euphoric as i want it to be right so there's I all mean, sorts of different the, like the yeah soldier like haze that's, soja haze is what we just sampled before the podcast uh it's 20 percent. yes that's not that's 20%. all you need so, i actually like the lower percentage like 16 and stuff like that you like the mids um yeah. so the interesting thing is like yeah like a normal flower that would grow in nature can garner 20 to 40 percent thc right i mean there's been high ones and high times where they've they've gone over the limit but with those vape cartridges those vapes were claiming to be 78 percent 88 percent 92 percent i never understood the comparison how and that's that also too part of the packaging for people who are also buying off the street like the kid that was selling it for 22 bucks they'd see on the package it was 92 percent one person i know who i work with which i can't reveal his name because of what he just said here he's like when I first told him about what was going on with the vapes, he's like, I don't fucking care. Yo, it's 92%. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, for some reason, I kept thinking of that in my head. Like, you, just because you see something on a package. Right. Placebos really do have an effect on human beings, dude. That's, you know, it is, is a it's all true mine. fact, dude. So, all like, mine. yeah. So, I just, I really think that the, one of the things that we get, and also too, if you're somebody that dabs out there, apparently dabbing is no good for you either, man. Yeah, I don't really, I've, I've dabbed before. They say if you don't get but, like the the dab temperature correct, like you really could damage your lungs as well. You could ooh. develop some sort of uh, infection, man. It's just, it's what do mess, they say dude. about smoking? Because suddenly smoking doesn't sound, sound so bad, does it? I know, right? See, 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 think about it, right? That's what this podcast is starting to go towards go back to smoking cigarettes mom i don't want to smoke okay i say that this is my therapy each week i do not want to smoke cigarettes no more i do not want to be a part of that world no more good for you and i don't want to be part of that chemical man because there's mm. definitely chemicals in there like now that i'm so far out mm -hmm. way more stamina I, you know and i quit before but this one was like a real one i think that last cigarette i had i had the visual in my mind i was just done mm. had to be the full moon too you got to quit. Is that what you did? 
I'm telling everybody right now, if you're idea. smoking cigarettes, quit in the full moon. Make mm. a mental image of that moon. And every time you want a cigarette, put that moon in your mouth. You owe it to that moon. Make it a pacifier for your emotions here on the Bobcast with Isaac Wendell laying it down here in the lounge talking THC vape conspiracies. I got one more conspiracy for you, Isaac, okay? And this <sighs> one's the most craziest of all, right? Because for the longest time, people were vaping, dude. We were vaping years ago, right? Right. No problems. What's changed? Is it these what chemicals or is it something else? Perhaps it could be Chinese tariffs. One explanation for the onset of the vaping illness outbreak this year is Trump administration's April imposition imposition ah, imposition of 25% tariffs on goods from China, suggested vape device importer Kushko's Kovishak, echoing a complaint made by his industry about the ongoing trade war for more than one year. Blah, blah, blah. The economics are simple. A premium e-cigarette cartridge usually costs $250, right? So a good cart, $250, right? Mm -hmm. But a cheap one that might expose users to shoddier material in the body of the devices on uneven combustion temperatures will only cost you $1.25. So which one do you go with? The one that maybe GTI uses with the you know two fifty you know, premium? I always get the high class, I know. top shelf. But see, that's also too like okay. So think about this though. That last paragraph, the two fifty and the dollar twenty five. Obviously, you're going to get the cheaper one, so you get more bang for your buck, right? The cheaper one and the expensive one. If it's on the street, you don't know the difference because you don't know the product right. you're getting. So you should never vape. If you're somebody in this podcast world that's listening who may be vaping on the side and you're like, ah, my shit's good. My guy knows what's up or my girl knows what's up or my passenger pigeon would never lie to me. Just don't vape no more. Bobcast is making an official stance. Yeah, stop vaping, dude. I mean, all the stuff I found because I loved the vape, man. I really did. Yeah. It was discreet. It was good. And it was also good, like, you know, coming to terms as a person. And it was good for you, as yeah. far as we knew. As far as we knew, it was it good. It was good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was great. It was, it was just like the best. It man. was I'm, the solution. There was this GTI blueberry headband disposable vape, right? And I had, I had opened it on a Saturday, just being home, you know, uh, before Tyler woke up, I took a hit. It was a hybrid. The best medicine I've ever had. I remember thinking, oh my God. If I could feel this way, it would stop like my bipolar feelings, you know, back and forth. Da, 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 da. Just a headband across my head, man. Mm. You know, I should. I honestly, looking back and just remembering this now, I should have known when I had a, a my first vape at a party, and this old guy came up to me and showed me his like dry leaf vape. Oh well, the packs. The, yeah, like the nice mm-hmm. big square ones. Yeah, because they're big, they're bulkier, they're not as sleek. And uh, he showed me that and he told me all this stuff that's bad about the vape I had. He broke it down. He was real official and he showed me his and I was like, that shit's so bulky. Like, I'm not carrying that around. Yeah. I got this vape. I'm loaded. Yeah, right. It it was such a quick quick eye. You know, that's the thing about the vape is it's so fast. But, you know, I quit a week ago. I threw mine out. Mm. I was just like, that's it, man. It's not worth the hassle. Mm. It's not worth the mental weather, I call it. You know what I mean? I don't want to be thinking about this. I was, you know, I enjoyed cannabis for a long time in its flower form. I believe in it. You know, like, I don't think that it's just unfortunate, really, is what I'm trying to get at. And like all these facts, you know, this tariff and stuff like that, it's all a bunch of, you know, meander if you will i mean people they don't know and that's the worst part especially if you have a kid and your kid's suffering like that breathing the hell dude yeah hopefully this will uh straighten america out it'll be a wake-up call on the vape wake up wake up call here on the bobcast have you have you ever uh like google searched on youtube like vape accidents have you ever seen vape blow up no does that happen oh not like art like yeah the battery operated ones yeah dude I did not know that. Oh my God, Google it. It's terrible, man. Like blowing up in your pocket. Some people have like actually been burned severely from the the, the accident, you know? Like in huh. other people, like their pants on fire. What? How it's did weird. they get a video of it? There's videos. Security where you- cameras. It actually happened to, uh, um, okay. you know who it happened to? Uh, what's the guy's name in Gnarls Barkley? CeeLo. Uh, oh, CeeLo. Is that his name? 
Yeah. Yeah, it happened to him. I think it was his cell phone. I don't know. I'm pretty so Something Jay. Blew up. I'm so Jay Hayes. Something blew up. We so know that. Jay Hayes. I can tell you one thing right now. The cannabis companies right now in Pennsylvania, they're probably just scrounging for that harvest coming. Oh, and you know what I'm out. interested in, right? A whole bunch of product is going to come to the stores, to dispensaries. And I'm also interested in how fast is it going to go? Because today, I went and picked up So Jay Hayes. Mm. When I was in the lobby, there were seven strains. When I got into the room, there was two strains. Yeah. Which is crazy because when I first got my card, you actually had your card before me, right? Mm -hmm. There was a plethora of different things to choose from. You, yeah, there was no limit. Like there was just a huge menu, yeah. four or five strands from each brand, four brands. Yeah, loaded. For them to be out of one was unusual. Yeah, and they go, sorry, we'll be back sorry, tomorrow. bro. It so, really is. So a lot of people probably wonder, what's it like? What's it like in the dispensary? And it's like this, yo, welcome. Can I get you some weed? <laughs> Just what you can imagine. People, um, I like talking to people when I'm in the dispensary. I talked to this guy, Mike, today at Keystone. And we were talking about uh, Alira and Plymouth meeting and the ill reception it has online mm. and the experience they, it's had. They there. have a bad, really? They bad have rap? bad cut. I saw on... Uh, 215 underscore cannabis that uh they got mold in their bud Ooh. yeah and also I've, I've gotten some some flour from them that was just not trimmed and i've also had some negative customer service experiences there so if mm. you're listening to it alira healthcare i'm not going to attack you but i can tell you that it is a fine looking establishment you got but you got to teach your staff constructive to, to like their job you know they gotta like their job one of the employees there and i don't know his name but he's fantastic skinny kid with a beard you know oh that guy whoever that kid is man he really knows this stuff man he he's so educated in the field of um turpins and like you know what i mean can antibodies you know what i'm saying getting it down you ever it's, study that stuff dude like the no, chart no like, i'm like, not a, i'm not really a details guy but you know what i think is is funny <laughs> you know what i think is funny about <laughs> yeah, yeah the, i do like the, that about you like, let's roll baby <laughs> let's the roll. Dispensary. <laughs> it's the only it's like it's kind of they treat it like a pharmacy right yeah so it and you know, it's a pharmacy with a kind of product on lockdown. You go into like one room and that's security. And then they look at your card mm -hmm. and then they send you into the next room and they keep the like one salesperson to a customer in the next room. Mm -hmm. And everyone that works there is a patient. Yeah. Okay. I mean, imagine a pharmacy where that person yeah. was like taking all of the things you know what i mean they're like yeah i mean it's just so much different in that way like it is but it's interesting that i have yet to meet anyone that works there that's not a patient is it a requirement i'm not really sure i, I can't mis mis mistake that so i went to the store today right hold up this piece of paper right now it says thank you for shopping with us that's Keystone nice. Shops, right? Keystone.com. Keystone really is the first person to issue a pamphlet like this in their medical bags. So this pamphlet says, please read the following important safety information about medical marijuana. Mm -hmm. If you consume it orally, if you know you take it topically, you vapor it, whatever. Medical marijuana is a plant-based substance that could potentially pose health risks that have not been completely eluded through clinical trials hmm. that's the truth it's never really fully gone because you know why it's not federally done if it was federally done and they came back and they said hey this is what we found you know but i don't believe it dude i really don't believe that this is bad look at willie nelson for christ's sake dude he quit smoking cigarettes he has 20 joints a day <laughs> you know yeah all right it basically says that, you know, you shouldn't use it if you're pregnant, breastfeeding, you know, most common side effect is uh, dizziness, <laughs> possible exagger exaggerated or prolonged effects in patients with significant kidney or liver disease should not use marijuana, hmm. potential for additive sedation and muscle relaxing effects with hypnotics, sedatives, muscular relaxants antihistamines, alcohol, and other drugs with sedating effects. How about that? You're not supposed to use it, I guess, if you're... How about that? See, so this is good. So, like, if you use antihistamines, so, like, if ah, you have, like, okay. trouble breathing or something like that, or, like, you know, 
but alcohol definitely not uh i guess that's a big thing in the community though people like to mix it too medical marijuana must be kept secured at all times in the original packaging in the container which is dispensed did you know that you actually yeah. do know that because you have your certified prime wellness is it is that okay that it's open though is your sticker on it does your med sticker on there mm. when they leave there they give you a sticker I know you're not a details guy, but you got to put the sticker on there so you don't get in trouble. It's on the box. They will this give you a hard time. in the box. Comes in the box. That means you got to keep it's in the okay. original they packaging. Might, they might give me a hard time. Uh, it is important to prevent the misuse of medical marijuana by individuals under 18 years of age. Okay? Don't go hook up some minors. It is important to recognize problematic usage of medical marijuana and seek medical or behavioral therapy hmm. in the event that if it happens, you lose your mind. Oh. I've seen people definitely not. Some people should not abuse cannabis. You know, I've seen people lose their shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, they just can't handle it, and they especially go with especially with edibles. And that's what's happened with these kids, man. These kids were seeking that high, that quick high too. You know, mm. as we described, what the vape does, this ninety-two percent high, and then they get addicted first to that. Can yeah. you imagine the withdrawal coming off of vaping? Hmm. I believe I had a little bit of withdrawal last weekend from not vaping. As a former cigarette smoker, I think vaping a THC pen was very easy for me to get over the urge of wanting to smoke cigarettes. But flower, you know. But it's just another, you know. I like the oil. It's though, another man. twitch. The oil is where it's at, man. I, I never would have been privy to that when I wasn't a patient. Oil? When I wasn't a patient, the RSO oil. Ah, yeah. I think that's, that's the future for me. I did, uh, you know, great. it's great. I remember one night, like it was like 10, 15, and I'm usually way asleep before that. And I just was awake and I just started laughing. Hmm. And then went right back to bed. It's great. <laughs> you know? But yeah, uh, it, it's just weird what's going on with the kids, with those jewels getting all whacked out. And then, you know. Yeah, we got to save the children. We got to save those kids, man. Get him a Marlboro. Get him a Camel. Parliament <laughs> Light. Sit down Get by the campfire. Get that hand. Yeah, right. Get that vape Get that out fresh your pack in their hand. Dude, it's just so wild to me that that's where we are in America right now. And like Trump, I just, it bothered me when Trump was like, yeah, we're going to ban all flavored, you know, pods or whatever. It's like, dude, that's not what's going on. It is THC and it needs to be regulated, man. You need to stop this stuff, man. Because th that's what's going on. People were fine for the longest time. I told Monomayor, dude, weeks ago, my prediction, and it came true today. Hmm. I said to him, I guarantee you somebody's having this large operation, you know, and they they just sent out mass product everywhere in the United States, and the little drug dealers got these vapes, and they gave them to people of privilege, maybe at colleges, maybe in the white suburbia, hmm. and then that's when it got into the news, you know what I mean? Like, And it spread quick, hmm. you know? So if they did catch somebody, great. But also, we should try to figure a way to make sure everything's safe if people are going to want to consume this. Because I can imagine, okay, for, for right. me and you, yeah, we can get on without the vape, right? But if you're somebody who actually needs that pain relief, mm -hmm. that's the thing too. It's like crazy about medical marijuana. RSO. Too. Like, RSO yeah, RSO, is the solution. Like the thing, like if you, if you actually are a patient, you're getting a prescription, right? And when you get a prescription each month, it's the same shit you know what i mean so that means that if you truly are a patient maybe you shouldn't only consume one type per day and not mix it mm. that's something i'd like to explore with the rso just a little bit and just focus i've also mm -hmm. you know a couple podcasts ago i think i talked a lot of shit on cbd last weekend i wanted to try something new because you know i was quitting vaping and i was like all right let me try this so it's called vario indigo mm. 20 to 1 so it's a very high punch of CBD, right? Okay. It comes in a, like a vitamin soft gel, okay? And when you bite into it, it's a glorious taste in your mouth if you enjoy cannabis at all, especially mm. in the edible format. And what happens is, okay, it feels almost as if, like, you know, like if like a girl or a guy or anybody like rubs up next to you and like makes that like, you know, like makes the hair on your skin rise. Mm feels like that hmm. you know and like it's all on the muscles on the outside of your skin especially like my right knee which i really messed up as a kid twice once sled and once running away from the school security you know there's no pain oh. right now my name what school pw pw scoper <laughs> george you know him 
No, I never knew those guys. Dude, that guy was so racist. He used to like come into the bathroom and try to get me to talk about, and I'm not going to say, you know, the N word. Really? Yep. He would, man. And I just sucked it up. Mm. You know what? I haven't thought of that in fucking years, man. That's, that's a bump. That sucks. The worst part is that I was so scared that like the security guard of the school is telling me this shit yeah, what an that I had to go along with it. You know what I mean? Cause I was right. scared as, cause I was still a kid. I guess I resent that, you know, that that happened. But I mean, yeah, it was tough in the nineties. Christ smoking weed. If you, if you got caught smoking weed in the nineties, it was like, you had like worship Satan and you know, like <laughs> you're going straight to hell. Yeah, it was definitely uh was your parents not, yeah, open towards it? My parents were not cool with it. What happened when you first got caught? Uh you know what? I can't even remember the first time I got caught, but I stopped caring and I just like kind of <laughs> barely hit it. I think I can't remember the first time. I remember the first time I got high though. Uh it was appropriately enough at my buddy Drew's next door neighbors who at the time were Zen Buddha hippies. Like the, the kids' names were uh, Zen and Opa. Hmm. And uh, they had a bong. And that was hmm. the first time I ever got high is when I you know bent down and it really went up. And I had no choice, I guess, but to inhale because I had problems before because I had tried to you know, smoke some weed before and it didn't work. But this one particular time it did and I got so high, man. Hmm. Different world. You know, and then I started playing guitar. And I remember I had the digital uh, delay reverb, the boss. Silver just close one. your eyes and just. Ah, dude, I was hooked. I was like, oh my God. On. Yeah. Just like the whole notion that your mind can go in a different place at one time. Like you could be in one room, but then your mind can just go somewhere else is, is a good form of medicine, in my opinion, because, yeah, I suffer from uh, mental stress. I'm just so glad that I got to be, uh, you know, yeah, you know, that we got to you know have this opportunity to talk about to it. get the med, yeah, the, to talk about it here. Medical, the, I mean, like I still, I know, still, hopefully I'll recreational be, soon. But oh, hopefully, man, God, uh, they save the children. You I know? just came back from Colorado. Did, so you did you exact, exact your? Uh, you know, one thing I noticed about Colorado, I thought there was gonna be like puffs of weed smoke everywhere. No, it's the cleanest city. Like I could not smoke. I couldn't even find a place to smoke in public. Wow. Uh, it, people are no one smokes cigarettes you're legally allowed to get a quarter right uh you know i don't know how, how much, much did you buy i got more than we needed for the trip <laughs> um so i had to leave some behind Wait, how did you leave it behind i just left it at the airbnb love it where'd you leave it in like the on the table i love it <laughs> yo yeah, that's the best tip for the cleaning person too unless it's the person that lives there um right actually it was the person that lives there but he, yeah i don't i mean yeah, he might have i don't know he might somebody have left me that it, I'd, be, I'd be ecstatic i didn't know if he wanted it or not there's nothing <laughs> quite like that man but like i got all this weed when i first got there and and uh well and with with my wife emily uh -huh. and uh it was way more even on that trip and we went back then we, way more than we needed I got like a couple pre-rolled J's and yeah. these are like the biggest J's ever and I'm one person. So uh, yeah. like literally I got two, I could have just gotten those two pre-rolled J's and that could yeah. have lasted me the whole trip. But then I got like, I don't know, a quarter of other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Can't help yourself. But it was good. It was good herb. It was excellent. It's excellent. I really want to try these West Coast flavors. These these PA companies they're they're, they're behind on their production. Right. You know they're so behind on their production. There's companies uh this caviar gold company hmm. that the comedian Kevin Smith enjoys. Okay. He all of his joints are dipped in the you know the oil and then rolled in keef. You know you ever had one of those a tarantula? I have not had that. Yeah, I had one once. It was very nice. Um. But those companies out there, they seem they're light years ahead of the game compared right. to out here, right. you know, because it's like tiddlywinks with like right. how it comes in because they couldn't, you know, meet the demand of the, the customers. You know, here we come. We got anxiety. It's everybody, man. Doesn't everybody have anxiety in 2019? Um, that yeah, that's what I hear. 
I guess the, do you really, do you have anxiety? You are a man of tepid, you know, you, you keep it pretty cool. I, I manage my anxiety. Well, I guess. Yeah. How do you do that? I don't know. Well, I have been a stoner ever since I was <laughs> learning to be a man. So it's a, it's a good point, right? It is, <laughs> that it might is, help. It, is, it does help. I don't with, know if it does or not because. Did you ever get angry when you're uh, using cannabis? When I am using it? Mm-hmm. I don't think very much. No, it's more it's crazy. Yeah, it's like anti. I'm much anger. more. Yeah, yeah. It I, is. I get it too. Also, talking in such fine detail about this, if you're somebody who you know suffers from it's a addiction, addictive purposes, you know, I, I get that too. I did. Yeah. I used to believe it wasn't a gateway drug, but now mm. I totally believe it is a gateway drug because some people aren't wired in the way you know. Like I'll I'll enjoy my cannabis stick when you know there's it's the end of the day you know i'm like samuel jackson jackie brown i got a kid you know i mean i don't like being all like that and that's one thing i enjoy because with the vape too it was like you could do it anywhere anytime a lot of people are saying they're like oh man like i can't do it no more my mother-in-law's driving me crazy (laughs) what am i gonna do yeah because you can't yeah but you can't you can get a pax for 250 dollars it's the chamber thing where you can't smell anything so like the discreet stuff's gone it's over now so i mean as if i was it a is kid, I would have, if i was a kid i would have been vaping because yeah because I your would, parents would i be would pissed, like try right? to smoke a joint and blow it out the window and my whole house would mm-hmm. smell like weed and yeah. my parents would come home and i'd be like what are you talking about yeah crazy right my parents would be like what's going on in here i'd be like ah ah i was burning some incense Uh, uh." but uh i got soap in my eyes (laughs) i've been crying (laughs) i've been crying why why are you crying it's a shame that uh you had to hide you had to hide because you know why they had it it really all started in uh prohibition Mm. when they got rid of alcohol right yeah and then they had to bring it back and they had to pick something else to pick on that's when all the marijuana propaganda came out that people were going to smoke reefer sticks and then you know because god forbid rape uh, rich white women just do whatever they want have you ever seen the film reefer madness yeah way back in the day back in the dizzle i can't remember much about it but i remember the the gist i guess but yeah i mean I don't know. I, yeah, a lot of people have been asking me, what do you think, Bob, with the vape? Uh, I, you know, everything that I read right now tells me that you really shouldn't vape right. because they don't know the long-term effects of it also too as well. They can't really say it's a safe product because there hasn't been somebody who's it's 90 impossible. who lived a lifetime of vaping. Right. You know? I always felt that there was something very peculiar to it that came off as non-natural. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like... A weird thing and i'm somebody right. who did do it i quit cigarettes that way i was so proud of myself too man and at the same time now i think maybe christ i might have been taking years off my life by vaping those king of prussia carts <laughs> <laughs> right outside the rock Only bottom the brewery finest. which is gone now by the way i went to rock bottom i just went is it colorado oh the original one yeah it's in uh, denver i didn't realize they were a franchise Got my are picture they? taken did you People are like, why are you taking your picture? Because I'm at rock bottom. bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's nothing quite like uh, going on an adventure. So how long were you guys out there in Colorado? We were there for a week. This was very up. nice. It was a great getaway. Airbnb? Did you have a hot tub? No hot tub. Uh, no hot you didn't tub. Do the whole- we were up in the mountains. We were up in the mountains. Up in the South Park. We were in the South Park town called Fair Play. Okay. And it's the town that South Park is uh, modeled after. I, you're looking at the wrong guy. I've never seen one. You've never one seen whole South episode. Park? No, it's not my. You know, just go ahead and watch the movie. I know the you like. I know you watch. like it. I did watch it once, but it's just not for me. I. I don't. I don't. Wa- I do not watch. I haven't seen. I guess all it was because I worked it with kids too. But I do think it's funny. I. Know, it's funny. I get it. But I mean, like the kids used to. I don't know. I. I know people enjoy it, so I shouldn't talk shit. There because more, when you talk shit, was, when people talk shit, let's, on the stuff let's that you clear like, this up for everyone that doesn't know. There's a generational gap going on here. <laughs> There's a generational <laughs> gap. Yeah, I'm 39 years old. I'm about to be 40, Isaac. When, when's that? January. Wow. Just make sure whoever's in charge of the um, 
surprise party, make sure that they know to put me on the list. There will never be a surprise party for me. Because <laughs> you always plan a party. Because I'm the party planner. Speaking yeah. of which, you're going to help me out, top of the world. September the 28th, 2019. Yeah. You know what I mean? What number is this? This is number seven. Wow. So we did, uh, I think we did three. We did three shows. We did the Pope Dial show where Mickey was the Pope when he came in. <laughs> then we did it when we were next to the taco truck, which I think was our best performance. Yep. And then we did it once with my brother. Remember my brother was with the, uh, yeah. the yep. bride? Yeah. So we did it three excellent. times up there. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a great time. Seven's great. It's, you know, it's very odd too for me because seven is the first one where I'm just emceeing. I'm not playing my bass guitar or any instrument. Can I'm going to yeah. give it a whirl. Because, we, you know, it's very tough to do both, dude. You know, like you're coming just off fine. a sweat. You're just emceeing. I'm just emceeing. You there's know no, what I mean? There's no surprises happening? No surprises. Like no surprises. If there was, I wouldn't even tell you. But I'm telling you, there's no surprises. <laughs> but I am here to tell you that the taco truck will be open to 11 and the Chamonix Creek Brewing will be providing wow. the pints. They'll be providing the pints. Filler up. If you're, in your car, up, if you're in your car and want you to pull over to the next gas station, fill her on up on Bobcast. Just tell them with the front desk. Premium. SoJ Hayes credit cards. Who's SoJ Hayes? Oh, Cresco. Cresco is good. Cresco had the real Pineapple Express. And the first time right. I saw the Pineapple Express is with you. The, the actual med. I'd never seen it. I think you got it from my brother. <laughs> which is illegal too by the way they should come get you here on the bobcast because that's I'm why like, no, it should be no, federally regulated no. if your kids are vaping get their vapes and flush them down the toilet and clog yeah, up your drains and then call each fact we gotta save the children janitor oh man the children the children the children can we, can we real quick talk about uh pocket doll <laughs> sure. and how the first show i saw Someone yeah. threw the hoagie and it hit someone in the face. Okay, so the <laughs> legend. The okay, so this was a great night in the history. Because I was standing next to the person who how, got how old hit in now? the Wait, face how, with the how hoagie. Thirty three. Thirty two. Thirty two. Okay, so I was thirty three when that happened, right? Okay. And uh, I was not it that long ago. It was around there, yeah. So I, I had been like out of Ditto Demi. It was the the band after Downtown Harvest, right? Ditto Demi lasted maybe a year. Then I didn't do nothing for like a year and a half, maybe two. And then Pancadel formed, and that was the first show. You were standing right in front of me, and you said <laughs> verbatim, I don't know what's happening right now, but I like it. <laughs> and I was like, Isaac, there he is. As I said in the introduction, introduction uh, he gave me the winds for my sale. The window set me ablaze, and it was a great show. And then it we, was a great show. So there's a song called Country Divide, and Country Divide is about you know multiple different things, but... One of the lyrics refers to our favorite place here, Wawa, and says something like, recline and eat a hoagie. And he had a hoagie prop on him, Mickey, and he chose to take this six-inch turkey hoagie with American cheese, lettuce, tomato, and onion and throw it into the audience. And apparently what had happened- It, it was, was a torpedo. It was a torpedo. Apparently it hit a woman in the face and in the tape- She was standing right next to me and it was a thump on her face when it hit her. Oh, it's on tape. I have it on tape where it's like, <gasps> you, you just hear, you hear, ah! <laughs> oh! That's all you hear. But meanwhile, it's not like the music was just like, wait, was yeah. it in between songs or was it was the music playing when that happened? The music was playing. I knew I, I was know. destined to be a part of that project I knew I was that it. night. Oh, yeah, and like, like you were a great teacher. I just DJ. want to be part of the band. Let me in. Yeah, dude. You guys let me in. I did. I let you in, and then we had some great shows. Um, I pretended to press buttons <laughs> in the we, background. Remember we, yeah, there's no, you did a good job doing it. You're smiling all the photographs. <laughs> the last show of Pancadell officially, though, was at Kung Fu Necktie. That was the last straw. Right. Where uh, I was just like, I can't do this shit no more, dude. I'm about to be right. a dad, dude. I can't go out on a Wednesday night and expect people... At my age to come out, you know? No one was there. That's why I'm just emceeing now and I'm giving light to other bands. That's awesome. And you know what? You do great at it, man. You do good. Do a lot of good. You set us up the strange heat. I did. Just, just so you guys know, I'm a founding member of the famous band. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember at, at, at the Nordstrom's, you talking to me. And we mm -hmm. were just starting to talk together at like Nordstrom. And you were like, oh, you got a band? I'll hook you up with Scooter. And I was like, Scooter? 
It's like a legendary name in the music industry. Local. Yeah, man. Scooter Best down there at the Grape Room. He's probably, he, he's my favorite person to work for when it comes to music like that because he's so, you know, he's kind to the he's musicians. Because he too is a musician. And I always tell people, guy. you know, to go play there. I actually had Year of October go and play there, man. Hmm. You know, they're coming this year to uh, Top of the World, right? Oh, really? Yeah. So this year on the bill, we got Girl Friday. Wow. We got Jamie and the Guarded Heart. Mm. We got the Flathead Band. Mm. We got Crush Time. We got right. House Plant. Wow. We got Year of October mm. and our big finish with Tiny Vices. Wow. So it's a little bit of rock. It's a little bit of funk. We got two DJs. We got J-Bomb Beat. And we got Art Cubic. Mm. My dad's doing the door. Don't try to get past him because he Can't. will cold cock you. He will knock you down, you son of a bitch. Look, uh, this has been a great hour. Yeah, you know, it's, been a, it's been a great podcast. The main thing I want to tell people, if you're vaping, don't do it. Okay? It's official. Officially, don't do it. Everything says to me it needs to be mandated first. Even if you're doing the medical, give the flower some love this harvest season and get off that vape. Because I can tell you, after seven days of not vaping, I feel great, dude. Mm. I do feel great. My lungs feel better. Vaping in general is not natural, I believe. I believe it is sent from sane. <laughs> so I appreciate you yeah, coming no in good. officially, bro. Thank you on the for show. having me. I appreciate it. We're gonna go down the street and try some uh, some poke food, mm. some sushi. Let's do it. Here on the Bobcast. Tune in next week. I'll be chatting it up, living my life. But yo, I appreciate you coming in, bro. And thanks, thanks for being for a part me. of this episode. Good time. My name's Bob. This has been another episode of Bobcast. The Bobcast. <laughs>